0: Bidzy's Small Business Society, number 187. You're listening to Bidzy's Small Business Society. I'm Rob Beresoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy's Small Business Society at Bidzy.com and grow your business. Hey guys, quick message to let you know I've teamed up with Audible and I wanted to give you the opportunity to try their platform free for 30 days. And along with that 30 day free trial is a free audiobook download from a library of over 180,000 titles. I recently listened to Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Workweek and you'll find other audiobooks from great entrepreneurs like Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, Robert Kiyosaki, as well as tons of other nonfiction and fiction authors. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Bidsy B-I-D-S-Y. Try it free for 30 days. There's no obligation. You've got nothing to lose and a free audiobook download to gain. That's at audibletrial.com forward slash bidsy. Bidsy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to bidsy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. With me today is Ash Manuel. Ash is the founder at Growing With Gratitude, a program and philosophy that empowers children, teachers, parents, and families to embrace the ideas of acceptance and gratitude. Ash's light bulb moment came at the age of 34 when he saw and felt the mental and physical benefits of a positive mindset. He has dedicated himself to creating a new generation of grateful, happy, kind, and optimistic people who will create even more positive change in the world. Welcome, Ash. Glad we could connect. Can you first tell us more about yourself than about what projects you're working on today?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Robert. So yeah, really excited to be here today. Uh, yeah, definitely. I can uh, share a bit a lot of light on myself. I'm um, Ashmanuel, as you said, I'm from um, Adelaide, Australia. Uh, 37 years of age now. So I started my Growing with Gratitude program three years ago. I uh, was a teacher, a primary school teacher, or elementary, depending on where you come from in the world. And I saw a need for uh, a space of well-being where a lot of teachers were after content to teach children about this well-being and positive psychology, but there was a big pattern developing that not many teachers knew how to teach it. So I had a bit of experience through my own benefit when I was looking into um, property investing um, about five or six years ago, believe it or not, and a big a big pattern developed that there was the, the, the successful property investors kept on saying that their gratitude led to their happiness and their happiness led to their success, and I was really, that, that really piqued my interest, so I, I looked into that side of things as well as the property and realised that you can cultivate gratitude and, and happiness by actually doing... Little activities that have been developed by positive psychologists, and as a as a child, I, I never, or well, even as a, it's a teenager, and as a, or well, from a lot of my adult life, I never knew about the, this uh, this way of life. So I, I came across and uh, implemented a lot of the activities in my own for my own benefit, and had a massive impact on my life. And it all connected, and a lot of teachers were searching for things to teach children, and I had a bit of experience in it, so I thought I'd use my. Skills as a as a teacher and uh, put something together that teachers could use and also families could use to teach their their children uh, habits based on gratitude and, and kindness and optimism uh, mindfulness and with the with an empathy with the aim of leading to with the aim of leading to resilience and and happiness so that's where it's at at the moment it's so, yeah going really well.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And obviously, this stuff is so important. You saw it in real estate, like you said, and you saw the need for it, obviously, in the classroom. Now, we've talked about it a bit, but I want you to take us back even further. What was happening around you that you saw as an opportunity to launch the business that helps people to create their own positive change in the world, Ash?
1: Yeah, totally. I, I noticed that a lot of... Uh, a lot of, There was a lot of interest about it, but the, the main thing that I... The, the problem that I thought I could solve was give teachers content that they could teach the kids and also give families little activities they could do at home with their families or sorry do it at home with their kids to develop these positive habits now it's not about and also it's not just for the kids it's actually for the teachers and for the families as well because if, if they were like me or I didn't have any idea about this this uh, this way of gratitude and, and kindness that could actually be cultivated I thought oh yeah I'm grateful and that that's all I thought that you needed to be but with it, you actually need to practice it. You can't just be, well, in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinions that I've researched is that you just can't say, Oh, I'm grateful. You actually got to immerse yourself in that and actually practice it. And then that's when, that's when uh, the, I guess the magic happens, when you align yourself with, with that gratitude and, and your heart and, and it all, all comes together. And if we can teach children to do that from young age and their families, so they're all on the same page, that's where I thought, well, I could make a, make a difference and had some knowledge. And also, I guess that coming from a teaching background, I, I knew I could package it up in, a, in an age-appropriate way. So it was uh, perfect for, uh, for children to learn um, in, the, in the way that I presented.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, it's not all just this hard math and science, right? So what are some of those steps, those practices that will help us to create that gratitude, to create that mindset of positivity?
1: Yeah, it's a great question, Rob. Oh, in my opinion, I think um, this the wellbeing and the positive psychology is more important than teaching maths and, and science because if you don't have those those skills to be resilient, because, I mean, at, I was, at school I, I certainly wasn't a, <laughs> a strong uh, mathematician or strong in science, but if, if we can develop the skills in, in children to keep persevering and be resilient, and if they don't understand something, that there is a way that they don't just or give up, It's if we it can develop these skills. And it's based around gratitude and, and things like that. And there's a whole lot of different activities that children can do that um, can actually uh, cultivate that that habit. And so if we consciously practice it, so there's, do you want some examples of some activities? Is that, yeah, absolutely. That'd be yeah, great. Yeah, some yeah. actionable steps. That'd be yeah. Great. So this, this is a really cool one. It's called um Stop, Think, Appreciate. So one of the activities that, that we teach in the classroom and at home is to identify uh, things in the home that we could maybe take for granted for example electricity or or your fridge you've got food in the fridge and and drinks in the fridge so if, if we can identify those things that we take for granted and really stop thinking appreciate those things and that just that just brings us that that gratitude that we do have the basic things because there's billion like oh, i read a Robert, tony robbins book the other day and in the book he was saying that there's billion I can't remember exactly the number of this. There's billions of people in the world that just don't have clean drinking water. They don't have access to food like what we do. And he said just by where we're living, if it's in the US or Canada or the UK or Australia, just by where we live. We're 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 ahead of the game already. Yeah, so, you know, and I
0: think I heard him talk about this on a recent episode of the Tim Ferriss Show. Yeah, really eye-opening stuff. Like, I mean, it's it's certainly obvious out there, but he just brings such a clarity to it, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he, the way that he describes it is it just puts everything in perspective. And and yeah, so stop think gratitude is about just getting little uh, coloured sticker labels and just placing it on a light switch, for example. And when you flick that light switch on, that's just a trigger to remind the family or the the classroom the kids in the classroom that gee we're, we're very lucky to even have electricity or you put on the fridge and it's just a trigger like just a reminder that we're really lucky to have food and if we can keep practicing and this is this is for everyone this is not just a, a school activity but this is for all your listeners if if we can just keep on practicing to uh, to be grateful, and look for those opportunities and just remind ourselves because so we, we live in such a world these days where it's so fast paced and we often forget to stop, think and appreciate what we do have, because I'm sure that a lot of people are under pressure and they forget, okay, at the end of the day, is it really that bad? I've got electricity, I've got food, I've got a roof over my head. And it's just about creating those little uh, reminders to remember that. And as as we go on over time... If we practice, then those habits will become automatic and people will be able to use strategies to, I guess, uh, succeed, to become happy. Because when we're happy, that's when we're in our best state to uh, succeed.
0: Absolutely, man. That makes a lot of sense. And you know, our kids, they might not excel at math or science, but you need to teach them uh, to, you know, be gracious and have that gratitude that there's a safe school to go and even learn anything
1: at all, right? Correct. Absolutely. And... That's a great point, Rob. It's um if you if you get a chance to go to school, well, that's that's one thing that you can certainly be grateful for because a lot of a lot of kids around the world don't get that opportunity. So if we can teach our kids that they actually have an opportunity to go to school, that's that that's a bonus. And it's um it's about I guess a lot of these like with with gratitude and and kindness. It's about teaching the character strength So it's about teaching kids to be. Good, good people. So, at the end of the day, like if 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 we struggle with maths, if we struggle with science. Well, it doesn't really matter. Like, obviously, they're, they're good skills to have. But if we can be good people, if we can get along and have good relationships with people, and and have, lead a happy life, you're gonna you're gonna go as far as you want in the world. So, that, I think it's the most important thing.
0: Totally get it, man. Great narrative there. Now, I'm going to shift a little bit here. Now, Ash, you're enjoying success, but it likely wasn't always that way. Tell us about your biggest challenge, in business or otherwise, but what really sticks out in your mind as your biggest challenge? And our listeners are typically looking for the actionable steps that you took to really embrace and overcome that challenge, Ash.
1: Yes, that's a that's a great question, Rob. I have I have had a lot of challenges. <laughs> I'll try to highlight a couple, but I think the, the main challenge, because I, I was never had an entrepreneur entrepreneurial bone in my body uh, i was always just never knew basically what it meant to run a business or have your own business or what it meant so i, I just started th- about three years ago uh on, on the side from teaching so if, if it's a tip for your your listeners that this is going a bit off i'll come back to the uh, question in a minute but if sure. there's um another tip that i can give is you don't have to quit if you want to create. If you're working for in a corporate job or a teaching job or whatever it might be, you don't have to quit like straight away. You, you, if you just change a few habits, like I, I started to get up earlier, so I started to get up um, a couple of hours before school. I'd go into a cafe and, and work for an hour uh, before school. I just chipped away all the time and, and eventually got to where I, I wanted to go. And um, so it, it's definitely possible because I didn't never had an entrepreneurial bio, but I just learned as I went because I knew that I had a great idea and could. Impact a lot, a lot of children and teachers and families around the world. So it wasn't, it wasn't just an overnight thing where I quit my teaching job and okay, I'm going to start this now. I was working on the side, just chipped away, chipped away. And I guess that was the the biggest challenge I had at the start was well, what do I do? I've got no idea about anything about business. I was always brought up about just working for someone and getting paid until you're 65, then get your gold watch and retire for about 10 years until it's over. So I came across this way of living on your terms. So that's what I really wanted to pursue is, is really find, the, find a way that I could create some value and, and uh, impact a lot of people. And, and one day, three years ago, I just thought, this is perfect. I, I can do this with, with schools. And I guess the biggest challenge at the start, particularly at the start when I was starting out, was I was just trying to do everything on my own. So I thought, I, I don't want to share this with anyone. It's my idea. I want to just create everything. I want to do it all myself. I want to have all the rewards for myself because it was a bit of a it was just a uneducated um i guess uh, me 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 being uneducated that i thought i could do it all but the biggest challenge i had was doing it all so i I soon realized that i can't do this on my own i I need to build relationships i need to um, build a team so that was the that was the biggest challenge i had was to do everything on my own and, and it's just not possible so i I then built a bit of a team, I made some great partnerships. So one thing I really wanted to do was um, create something that was evidence based. So to do that, it has to be scientifically tested through a university study. And I didn't want to be, I didn't want to go back to university and do a a doctorate degree or anything like that. So I made a connection with the University of South Australia in my hometown in in Adelaide, Australia. We've we've got a brilliant partnership where we test the program in schools. We did a massive uh, test last year of 600 kids about do, does gratitude uh, um, gratitude um, improve or impact achievement, which was a really good study to do. And and the, the uh, it was a long process, and the that we had a lot of information collated, so that we're actually still going through that. But um, yeah, it's a really good information to come out, which um, will be available on the web as we as we go along. And also, I, um, I thought I could uh, build my own website, but I soon found out that was impossible. So, then I outsourced <laughs> that. So, it's about like as you're working at it, as you go, like, I had no idea what I was doing. But as I went along and had these challenges come up, I realized, okay, I can't need a website now. I go and find somebody who's going to build a website. I wanted the evidence-based program. So, I went and contacted people and asked if they wanted to partner up and, and test and the worst thing that's going to happen, particularly with the, the university situation, they say no. And luckily they said yes. But I guess the point is that if you've got challenges and, and you want help, just go and ask for it. Because most people are willing to help because, especially if it's a win-win situation. So, yeah, definitely the challenge is there not to do everything on your own and and, and seek help. Uh, seek uh, help and build the partnerships as you go along because you don't have to know everything at the start. If you're starting out, you can just uh, work it out as you go.
0: Absolutely, Ashton. I think in the entrepreneurial community, there is that sense of community and it looks like you took advantage of that. And we'll be sure to link up uh, some of those results, uh, those ongoing results from those tests. We'll keep in touch touch with you for that. Now, I just wanted to say also, lots of the sort of the hard hitting social media influencers talk about being all in or nothing. And it sounds like you're saying that there's no harm in creating that side hustle and you can still create that success on your own terms, right?
1: Oh totally Rob, that's that's absolutely right. I think it's um yeah, it's it's something that um it's not gonna happen overnight because I will tell you a little bit of a quick story, it's like uh, about five years ago a mate asked me, oh, what are you gonna be doing in five years? And I I, I just didn't really know. I just thought I oh, will be teaching and I'll be teaching still and I'll be five years older. And and then um, then it hit me a couple of weeks later, I I worked with a uh, a couple of teachers who have been teaching for about thirty years. And you could just tell they were just depressed. And, I mean, I was in a situation that I, I quite enjoyed teaching, but it was I realised that, gee, I don't want to be doing this for the rest of my life. And I thought, well, how can I create something? And it was just at a time where I came across podcasts and listening to people and l- learned about this thing about living on your terms. And that, that really piqued my interest. So all, the, all these things aligned together. And I thought, well, hang on, how can I actually create something? So I went through and and brainstormed a few ideas and and this and this was the one that most aligned with me and and then i thought okay i'm not i can't quit my job because i won't have any income so if i just chip away chip away and create content um talk to different teachers to see exactly what they want and families to see uh what what they think might be better for them at home to raise grateful and happy children and then put something together and it's it's still um still a working process like i've got so much so many ideas and so much content to put out there but it's it's uh, it's taken all three years to basically be able to go full time in in this in this position that i guess created and it's it's the greatest reward that you can have is living on your terms and um, doing what you want but also the impact i i was at a school when we had about 560 children and and i was the pe teacher so i i had a fair bit of contact and was able to impact quite a few kids uh, but this way i can potentially like for example in my hometown of south australia or adelaide sorry um i live in the state of south australia the city's adelaide and and we uh impact, oh, about 40 to 50,000 children in our town of one million so wow to be and and this, this is a global program as well so it's um we've got schools in different parts of the world in, involved in some capacity and growing with gratitude which is brilliant but it's just give me the opportunity to, I guess, impact more people. And if uh, your listeners are in, in corporate jobs or anything like that, and and they've got some ideas where they think they can impact more people, just go for it. Just start and uh, just see where it goes. Because the worst thing, worst thing is going to happen. It, it doesn't work, and um, then well, it doesn't matter. You just keep on going, doing what you're doing. So I encourage everyone to uh, start their side projects uh, today.
0: Love it, man. Love it so much. And you've been talking about it throughout, but I still need to ask this question because it's one of my favorites. What are your rewards? Why is it so great to be Ash Manuel?
1: Well, Rob, I think at the moment, I feel really proud that I've been able to uh, impact so many kids in a short amount of time. Uh, that's I think that's, from that point of view, I think service is one of the, one thing I forgot to mention as well, that we teach children in the program to serve others, so doing things for other people. And one thing I feel that I've been able to do is serve a lot more uh, people, whether that be or through teachers, through children and, and through families. And I think that's one of the biggest rewards that I've got because I, I think business is about serving others and uh, how can you help others. And I think that's the most in, important thing. And I guess from that's, that's really brilliant to uh, be able to do that and be in a situation where I can live on my own terms also is a really, really great, I guess, position to be in. For me at the moment, um, because it's something that I set a goal out to do, and I've been able to achieve that, and that's a really satisfying, uh, really satisfying thing to thing to do.
0: Yep. And three short years later, here you are living on your own terms, Ash. Great stuff. Now, I want to talk more about your customers or your clients or your audience. What's been most effective in really engaging and growing that audience? And here, I want you to help the up-and-coming entrepreneur understand a few things about gaining some traction in a noisy and crowded marketing and social media landscape.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's one that I'm still trying to figure out too, Rob. The the social yep. media is such a crowded, <laughs> crowded place and there's so many platforms and to be honest i've probably been average at a lot of them uh facebook is one that i um probably use or linkedin and facebook are the ones that i probably use the most uh, i've dabbled in a bit of instagram and twitter but i think for me linkedin's probably the one that i've been able to grab uh get more uh, i guess leads with because it's such because school teaching and schools is such specific i guess area that there's a lot of teachers on linkedin and a lot of i guess decision makers in schools on linkedin so that's been the the best thing to me and that's just been a matter of building relationships so i guess first connecting with them on linkedin then not trying to um i guess uh, put the program on the person straight away but just building a bit of relationship just starting a conversation and and then once they start to ask questions about what, what you do and things like that just uh, just add little value bits in as you go, and then I guess down the track when they start to ask questions and the time's right, then I guess not, not a, it's I don't like to call it a, a picture or anything like that, but just build that relationship, and then I guess tell them what you offer, and if it suits them, great. Um, how can how can I help them if it aligns with what they're looking for? It's a, it's a great partnership. So I think LinkedIn and and, and Facebook's definitely a. I guess a, a good um, platform for me as well particularly with families because a lot of families are on facebook so i think um for teaching and the the schools it's LinkedIn, and for the family side i would say facebook but um it's yeah, certainly a crowded place out there and i think if you just have your your own unique voice and go out there and and just try to i think posting or uh, regular updates is, is a good thing to do I, to be honest i'm Slowly get into the routine of being a bit more regular on that, but um, yeah, it's certainly, uh, it's certainly one of those marketplaces where I think I think it's a bit of experimentation. I think it's uh, if you try um, try a bit of everything for a while and see which one best works for you, and then uh, probably pursue those one or two that really work. Because I think if you spread yourself out too much, you might get lost in uh, uh, in, in the I guess the social media world.
0: Yep, a little ineffective that way for sure. And I think you're just speaking to networking and relationship building and creating that influence. And now I want to ask: Are there any influencers that you follow online or otherwise for your own motivation and inspiration, Ash?
1: Oh, absolutely. There's, there's a couple of key people that I certainly follow. Not not so much in social media, but I guess the first one of the first books I ever read was um, to get me on this path was The Slide Edge by Jeff Olson. It just talks about uh, doing, take, sorry, taking daily action over time will get to where you want to go. So it's not about doing stuff overnight. It's about just doing regular, seemingly insignificant things that will build up over time and will lead you to where you want to go. And that's a theory that I took on. I resonated with that straight away, and that's the theory that I took on with. Okay, if I just work on growing with gratitude straight away, oh, sorry, every day. I don't know when it's going to be fully established, but if I just chip away, chip away, chip away work on it every day and see where it goes and that's the and I haven't had a day off in over three years in working on it but some days I've done less than others so it might be it might be on a weekend where I did 10 minutes because it's not going to happen overnight but just by taking that daily action that was the thing that's uh, the key that got me where I am today and that came from that book by Jeff Olson so I'm a big fan of Jeff Olson and I love listening to podcasts I listen to um, podcasts like yours Rob and and oh, uh, awesome. Thanks. <laughs> and um, and and uh, and entrepreneurial fire with john lee dumas and tim ferris and um, school of greatness and so yeah I, i've got a lot of people who i follow online and i think i um, just taking little bits from each person i think for any of the listeners out there who obviously they're podcast listeners but just i think if you can read my, my I, um one of the habits that i've got from the slide edge was reading 10 pages of a book a day so i think if you could connect with somebody like Jim Rohn is a very good uh, leader as well. I love reading Jim Rohn content. So, if you can read 10 pages of a book a day and keep learning and keep uh, uh, educating yourself, I think that's a, it goes a long way. So, find people that um, definitely uh, you, you resonate with. And Jeff Olson, sorry, and, and a lot of the uh, other people I mentioned, the ones that I follow.
0: Awesome resources there, Ash. Yeah, we'll make sure to link up some of them in your show notes page. And I think you're just speaking to uh, taking every day, just taking that slight edge to create a bigger edge and a bigger edge and a bigger edge until you've got this momentum
1: that you don't know what to do with, but grow, right? Absolutely, absolutely. It's just, um, it's just about. um, And actually, one other thing you mentioned in the book is about you can go. um, Most things in life, he talks about most things in life are easy to do and easy not to do. So it's easy to sit in front of the TV and watch TV, but it's also easy to read a book. Um, it's also easy to get up early, but it's also easy to sleep in. So it's just making those those positive decisions, the ones that are going to benefit you over time will get to where you want to go. So it's okay to sleep in every now and then, but if you're making that decision to sleep in every day and watch TV every day, well, you're not going to go, you're not, you're not going to achieve what you want to, but from starting out, that's what I did. Um, I'm not, Trying to brag or anything, I'm just uh, giving, trying to give your, so your listeners <laughs> some advice about how to, how to start if you're, um, coming from a position where you want to start something. Just change your habits and and, uh, just start on instead of using TV time, use that TV time to create something, and and start where you, you where you want to go.
0: Ash, I think you're humbly giving us some great actionable tips that we could put into play immediately in our businesses and our lives. So we really appreciate it, man. So I'm going to switch gears here towards the end a little bit. I want to ask you, do you love to win or hate
1: to lose and why? That's a good question. (laughs) I I actually, I reckon, I thought about this. and I I, I think I love to win because I think if you lose, I think there's when you lose, you can always learn something. So if you can take that from what you learn and then apply it, and to it uh, becomes a winning, winning thing. I think that's more valuable, and uh, I think I'll get more out of that than uh, than than hating to lose. Yep,
0: absolutely. What are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day, Ash?
1: Rob, well, I'm a bit of a walker. I don't mind a, a walk. I uh, I tend to um, tend to go for a bit of a, a long walk and and uh, stop in <laughs> stop in for a coffee at a at a cafe and, and maybe listen to a podcast uh, along that walk and and uh, yeah, have a coffee and. Just uh, yeah, just chill out, and uh, I really enjoy doing that. I think that it de- definitely helps you unwind and just clears the head.
0: And Ash, just express some gratitude for the great life that you're creating for yourself, right? <laughs>
1: that's right, yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's um, yeah, I definitely am, am grateful for, for what I've what I have and been able and, been able to achieve. And if we if if everyone can just, I guess, learn to there. There are lots of there's lots of great resources out there to to learn little activities about um, about little things that you can be little activities that you can do to uh, create or cultivate gratitude. Um, so I encourage everyone to to look up those and um, and if people want to sign up for our, our weekly newsletter that we give t- tips out every week and uh, send out an article every week that might help people. So I'm sure that we can put that in the in the show notes to uh, uh, sign up for that so they can receive the newsletter. But if people can just take daily action on, on really, I guess, thinking, stopping and thinking about what they do have to be grateful for. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what position you are, there's always something to be grateful for. And if we can use that gratitude and and have what, and really focus on what we do have rather than what we don't, and then over time, just work on those little things that you want to get to, then the sky's the limit for everyone. And that's what we're trying to teach kids so they can learn this at an early age rather than in their mid-30s like I did. So. That's uh, yeah, just uh, that's, a, that's a, I think a very valuable tip. That if you're going to take anything away today, is to yeah to practice the gratitude, not just say that you're grateful, but actually practice it. That's the most important thing.
0: Absolutely, man. Great stuff. Again, we will be sure to create some links there to uh, so people can connect with you and join that email list. But I want to ask you if people want to learn more about you, your business, and uh, join that mailing list, how can they find you online?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Rob. Um, The website's growingwithgratitude.com, and um, if people want to contact me, I'm more than happy for people to uh, contact me, and even if you're looking to start out in um, a business or anything like that, I'm more than happy to share what I learned because I I was coming from a place where I'm sure a lot of your listeners uh, are looking to start out but just don't know where to start, and I was in that situation three three years ago, even further back than that because I didn't know exactly where to start, and then I thought, okay, I'm just going to start now. So if if anybody wants to reach out and uh, communicate, and I'm happy to help people start out. And if they want to learn more about what we do with families or in in schools, um, yeah, definitely contact me on uh, info at growingwithgratitude.com.au.
0: Gosh, this has been a great episode filled with actionable content to help us see the world through a more happy, grateful and optimistic lens that is going to positively affect our businesses and our lives. So we thank you for that. And I thank you for taking the time to join me on Bidzy Small Business Society, man. You take care.
1: Thanks, Rob. Had a great time. Thanks for having me. Looking
0: for more great audio content? Go to audibletrial.com forward slash bidsy for a free audiobook download and access to a library of over 180,000 titles. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society.